tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Tim Fall Hat. You know I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. Join me as always, Xavier Guerrero, and everyone loves him. Jay Nice, Johnny Woodard. How are you guys? What's up, man? Big Good show. Big, Big show. Bang. All-time banger alert. All-time banger alert. It's not often we, talk we have about- somebody who's on Mount Crushmore on the show, right? Yeah. I mean, like... It's kind of crazy, dude, that he came on again and knocked it out of the park. It's everything I like. We had Santos Benacci on today, and it was, uh, I mean, it was an all-time great episode, in my humble opinion, because he talked about everything I love, black nobility, spirituality, all that stuff. Uh, it, it was a really great episode. So I hope you guys enjoy this. I know we enjoyed doing it. Guys, If you, I'm going to be live this weekend. I'm going to be in Michigan, okay, for two shows. Then I'm going to be, guess what? Going to be in Holland on the go up, go up on the 26th. And then on the 27th, 28th, I am in Grand Rapids the following weekend. Three nights, three cities in Ohio. We're going June 2nd, Columbus, June 3rd, Cleveland, and June 4th, day in, returning to the scene of crime. And then June 9th, Tim Fall Hat Comedy is back live. Yeah. In San Diego, and guess who's coming? Heavy hitter, uh, Jani Shotty Woodard will be joining us. So get your tickets now, especially you conspiracy smoke shows. Come get weird. Guys, go to samtriplee.com for all of your Sam Tripoli tinfoil hat needs. We have latest shows, my dates, my premium content. You click it. You can grab your T-shirts on that just click it the telegram is there i'm about to put my cameos because i've been crushing cameo bro you want a cameo you want to hear about the lizard people you want me to impress your girlfriend and tell them how knowledgeable you are about the black nobility hit me up on cameo all those will be there and then if you go down if you need more free audio daddy's got you taken care of you just got to go sandtrip.com, click on one of the banner of my seven free audio shows. Tim Fall Hat, Broken Sim. We're about to record one of those tomorrow night. And let me tell you, it's getting weird in LA. It's my show. I walk around Los Angeles looking for danger, okay? For your entertainment. Cash Daddies, uh, Punch Drunk, Conspiracy Social Club. And then uh, Union of the Unwanted, Conspiracy Social Club, and Zero, all there for free for your viewing, uh, your listening pleasure, okay? Anything else, guys? Uh, that's uh, yeah. What? What? Nothing. Go get your tickets at George Perez, George P. Comedy. I got a show doing on Saturday this in San Diego, so go get your tickets. Come on, Swarm, pull it up. I know there's a lot of a lot of you guys out there in San Diego. Let's go. When is the show? This Saturday. This Saturday, this May 21st. Yeah. Oh, never this mind. This comes after, after <laughs> 
All right, well, go get a time machine, go back in time, yes. and go check out Crush Fest with Xavier Guerrero. Anything else, Johnny? Nah, uh, Broken Sim, check it out. We're going to record one tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. It's coming. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it'll be coming out. When, you, when you're hearing this, Broken Sim will just be dropping. That's why I said that. All right, check it out. Broken Sim with Sam Tripoli and Jay Nice, Johnny Woodard. Enjoy the show. Go deep, homeboy. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get into it. Uh, The man is back. He was on the show one time and he made the Mount Crushmore of Tim Fall Hat and he's back with a follow up. Maybe he'll become the whole mountain. Please welcome one of the best to do it. Uh, Very excited. I'm back on Santos Benacci. How are you, Santos? Very, very well. Thank you. Thanks for the great compliments. And uh, thank you for the team you're working with uh, to put this on. I appreciate you having me on, brother, because I know you have a lot of great people there that you interview. I see some of your great work lately. And um, yeah, I'm pretty honoured. So thank you for having me on again. in fact, the uh, show we did, I put that on my channel and I've got about 130,000 hits on that. And um, if you scroll down in the comments, you'll see that uh, it's probably one of my most appreciated and loved uh, interviews. Well, that means a lot to us, man. And, uh, you know, we, we, you know, we celebrated our 500th episode, uh, I think, last year or early this year. And uh, we did, we had people vote for who were the top uh, four and you made the top four with only one appearance, which was truly amazing to show how like powerful your appearance was. So that means a lot to us. And we know you're doing a lot of uh, great work on there. And I know since we last talked, um, which I think would maybe a year ago or two years ago, you've moved, you've been on the go. What's been going on with you? Yeah, that was February. I think it was the 17th of Feb 2020, just before March 20, which was that fateful day. So I was set to fly to Mexico three days after that show with you guys there and for a presentation and a visa run. It was my second visa run. I had a two-year ESTA visa to visit the States, but every 90 days you have to leave, come back, leave, come back. First time I went to Costa Rica and Nicaragua, and back through Miami, Texas, and then on back to Oregon. And from Oregon, I I went down to Los Angeles, did that show with you guys and with Killer Priest and a presentation, which was a real, real hit. You know, a good 100 people turned up, syncretists from Los Angeles. And then I went to Mexico. I was thinking, you know, I'll stay there three weeks. I did a presentation in the city. And then a guy there invited me to go to another place, Tepotzlan in the mountains where there are pyramids just south of Mexico. I did a presentation there, loved it. And then I went back to Mexico City, ready to fly back to Oregon. And instead, someone, a good friend, a syncretist from Mexico said, why don't you come down to Oaxaca? I'm down here. Uh, it's full of your kind of people, you know, yoga retreats everywhere, uh, entheogens, ayahuasca, we can do everything, you know, all kinds of tepescoite, um, which is the natural DMT that uh, they have here, which I've got a good little sample there. This is natural 
Doom 2, the Pescoite. Oh, shit. Damn. So, yeah, you know, and so I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll go and do some healing. I needed some healing. I was pretty haggard from my all the presentations I'd done, Miami, uh, Oregon, Sacramento, San Francisco, Montague, right near Manchester. I did all these presentations and I was haggard. And uh, so I went down there and after a week, March 20 hit. <laughs> so I got so stuck, stuck in one there. of the most beautiful places in the world, Oaxaca, my favourite state in Mexico, of the 32, get this, United States of Mexico. How many people... <laughs> How many people know? Yeah, look at yeah. this. How many people know? Have a look at my license here. I got a Mexican license. What does it say on the top there? Estados Unidos Mexicanos. Estados Unidos Mexicanos. That's the United States of Mexico, guys. 32. Pretty the, weird. Uh, yeah. The very Masonic number. Uh huh. That right. is very weird. That's very, and like, you know, if you get into eagle versus serpent, you know, how many uh, flags, how many government logos involve the eagle? Mexico's got very much an eagle in their flag. So, yeah, man, super interesting. Well, let me tell you this. Every time I see the Mexican flag, I see the Italian flag because it's exactly the same minus... Minus the Roman eagle. The, the Rome, which runs Mexico, in fact, Mexico is the center, Mesoamerica. It's the center of the Americas. This is where the Jesuits came, installed their inquisition. Mexico had a violent, vicious, vicious inquisition. So did um, Paraguay. The Jesuits were real nasty down there as well. But... They're telling you in your face, if you know what you're looking for, Rome is in the middle of the Americas. It's all a Roman corporation. And they've got the, the eagle, the Roman eagle, right in the middle of the green, red and white, exactly the same as the Italian flag, which comes from the Persian flag, which is horizontally green, white and red because the Roman elite families, the Farnesis in particular, the Orsini, uh, the Pallavicinis, Aldo Brandinis, they're all from Persian. They're all Iranians. Italy Damn. is partially Iranian. I, I look Iranian, you know. Um, I had a lots of Iranian friends in Melbourne and I learned how to speak Farsi and write the Arabic language with them and i look just like them they said we look like the same race so all of that strip that indo-european or indo-iranian strip all the way through arabia all of it is this olive skin people all the way to the mediterranean man so from persia to italy to the Americas, the Persians, Iran is still behind the Vatican. Iran is the source of this Babylonian system. Super interesting because then we get into some, uh, you know, Kazarian talk. And uh, then we get into how far back we go with Kazarians, 
There's some Turkish in there. That's a big reason why Israel doesn't recognize the Armenian genocide. I remember when I clicked that and it's like it goes farther and farther back. And I did not know that about Persia. I did not know Xavier Guerrero here is Persian. I didn't know that. That's beard, super dude. interesting, man. Guys, we've seen so many people making ridiculous money from crypto. But did you know that it's easy for you to do the same? The Copy My Crypto membership site shows you the coins that YouTuber James McMahon personally holds and allows you to copy him. It's like having a big brother who knows what he's doing. You don't need to know a thing about crypto or how to invest. You simply do what he does. So let me tell you about James. He runs the Crypto with James YouTube channel, which despite heavy censorship, has over 17,000 subscribers and 1 million views. Since March 2020, he's told his viewers to buy 26 crypto coins. Had you put $100 into each one, it would now be worth more than $53,000. Of the 26 coins, his top pick of the year, a coin called Phantom, is currently up over 440 times from when he named it. That one call alone has retired a number of people, including guys in their 20s and 30s. Remember, this is public knowledge. You can go to YouTube and verify it yourself. So if you'd like to join the 1,300 members who copy James, then stop what you're doing and head over to copymycrypto.com TFH. You'll not only find proof of everything I've said here, but our listeners can get full access for just $1. You won't find this offer anywhere else, but act fast because it ends soon. That's copymycrypto.com forward slash TFH. That's TFH. Don't take this offer lightly. James is the real deal. Go visit the site now. If you know your history well, you'll know that the Greeks were fighting the Persians for hundreds of of years. In fact, the Greeks went in when they sacked Athens and they demolished all the ancient beautiful. This is five, six hundred years uh, uh, BC, not AD. So this is like 2,500 uh, years ago. If we go by conventional history, which I don't, but let's let's go down that path. Let's be conventional and. Um, follow their line, it, basically it's, um, um, yeah, it's, it's Roman and Greek history that we're, that we are, we're under and, and taught under that timeline. Anyway, the, the Greeks were fighting the Persians, Marathon and all of those wars, that was against the Persians, and the Persians had the Phoenicians, the Egyptians, <laughs> the Babylonians, they had the Turks, they had everybody on their side warships all through the mediterranean and the greeks still defeated them then the romans came along and the romans were fighting the persians in fact many roman emperors died fighting the persians and the last one that i recall was my favorite emperor and the only syncretist neoplatonist emperor that Rome ever, ever had, Julian the emperor or Julian the apostate. You see, we don't like these pagan emperors. He was the nephew of um, Constantine and he, Constantine set up corporate Christianity, monotheism. 40 years later, Julian, one of his relatives, 
totally undid that Christian dominating system and brought back syncretism, Neoplatonism, and it lasted for two years. And then he died in 363. Interesting because I was born in 63, 1963. He died in 363 fighting the Parthians who are now who were called Persians, they were the Parthians, even the Elamites, they had different names, but at this stage it was the Parthians. He was the last emperor who died, but they say that he was shot by one of the Christian soldiers because it was, a, um, it was an assassination by Rome that they wanted, they wanted to bring Rome back to the corporate Christian historical, erroneous, um, you know, uh, structure of governing the world. And so uh, that's, that is at least 900 years of Greeks fighting the Persians, Romans fighting the Persians. You'll, fight, you'll find that there were hundreds of wars against the Parthians by the Romans. And still today, who's the number one enemy in the world we've got to go barack obama was yes, talking dude. about we've got to... yes. yes iran iran yes. it's iran iran is the unless we get iran and even israel says this you know everyone wants to get iran we've got to get them why is that it's super interesting i mean i, I know why well, okay, uh, because of this ancient war forever. Is that it? Well, it's, it's because they pull the strings. See, Rome d- doesn't want any shackles. See, they, the Farnese family, they, they set up the Tuscan Empire. They set up Rome. They are behind all of Italy's domination of the world, the Roman Empire. And then the Orsini and the Medicis, and especially the Pallavicini. And Aldo Brandini. These are Persian names. Dude. They're all Persians. And they went to Rome because that was, they, that was strategic. And then Rome went to Holland in, in the days of Orange, the Kingdom of Orange. And then from there, William the Conqueror, I think it was, went to England. And then now the city of London runs the show. And then they brought that to D.C., the District of Columbia or District of Criminals. And so from, from Iran, they pull the ultimate strings. Now, Rome and London and D.C., the three city-states of the empire, they don't want those strings anymore because they have got technology which channels the egregores or the demons, if you like, the gods, which are the interlopers on this earth, which are the archons, they oh, have the technology that contains their, um, I guess, you know, uh, their place on, in the cosmos, and Rome wants it. They want it and they want to bring it to Jerusalem. So that's why Iran is the enemy. That's incredible, man. 
Yep. This is everything I love to talk about all in one show. This is my favorite thing. So you're saying that. So a long time ago, right? Alex Jones got in trouble for trying to say, and this is my question. I'll get into what the question is, is that Muslims are running the Fed. And he got a lot of blowback for that. And people are like, because everyone thinks that Alex Jones has a real blind spot for Israel because his girlfriend's Jewish. He doesn't want to get yelled at, wants, doesn't want to have to sleep on the couch, right? So he doesn't get into that. But if what you're telling me, this pieces start to come together. My only question to you is this, is does, does what you're talking about supersede all of these organized religions which have connections to the royal families like Islam. We talk about well, the Islam that is uh, practiced today has connections to uh, Mohammed, who is a relative of Queen Elizabeth. You know, and it gets into all these you know thespians in this haunted house that we live in, and how they're all related and all that stuff. But when Alex is the Persia that we're talking about, is this an Islam thing or is this go beyond that? Or is that an older version of Islam that, you know, that it supersedes what we understand? Beautiful. You got all that correct. 100% correct. This all supersedes or transcends what we see in the monotheistic world of Islam. Is, uh, is, is the Trinity, Islam, Christianity, Judaism, okay? See, Alex Jones is a smart cookie. He, he speaks more truth than most people do. And he's, he's very, very, very smart. So notice how he always talks about the uh, internationalists and the globalists because that's, that's, that's exactly who they are, you see. If he... See, see, there's people who are saying, oh, Islam runs the Vatican. They're all Muslims, you know. Uh, and then there's that, so those who say the, the Masons uh, did in 62 at the Second Vatican Council. It's all Freemasonic. Then there's a, those who say, oh, it's the Jews. The Jews are running the Vatican. It's, yeah. the, you know, the, you see the Pope kissing the feet of the Rothschilds. You see all this. They're all right and yet they're all wrong. Islam, Judaism, Christianity, from the point of view of the elite, is all one thing. It's all one demon. It's all one contractual egregore which they have created. Mm-hmm. So they are not, they say, the Pope says he's Christian. Of course he has to. That, he's Christian, right? He's a Freemason. He's a Muslim. He's a Jew. He's all of those things, because those families run all those corporations. I'll tell you who runs Islam. A Roman elite family called Palavishini. You go to your browser right now, all the listeners, and punch in Palavishini Islam and, all, and, and ask the question, who runs Islam? And there you will see millions of videos and articles showing you all the princes of the Pallavicini family dressed as imams going to Muslim country 
and teaching all of their highest priests, the, uh, the Palabishini family are teaching them. They run them. Yeah. Who, yep. who, runs, who runs the Christians? The Christians. The Rothschilds run the Christians. Who run the, um, the Rosicrucians? The Orsini family. I can tell you how, just by tracing the roots of the names of the, the meaning. For instance, Pallavicini, Palla is palace or Allah, Palace Athena. It's Apollo, Saturn. But they say Allah, the Romans say, and the Greeks, Apollo. Allah, when they, and when they say Pallavicini, well, vicini, you already know that word, vicinity, close to, vicino. Here in Mexico, vecino, close by. So if you are close to Allah, and that's your surname, Palla vicini, so this is the family that is the, the close ones to Allah, they're telling you in your face. Aldo Brandini, Aldo Brandini is Aldebaran, the star, the, the, um, the red star in Orion, the seven stars of Orion, the red one, um, Aldebaran, um, that is the star of the Persians, Aldo Brandini, Aldebarans. And so... The, the source of all this is Zoroastrianism. Zoroastroism. It's the original syncretism, true religion of the world. Not that all the others aren't. Christianity is the true religion. Judaism is the true religion. Islam is the true religion. I've proven this and shown how this is true in every comprehensive and exhaustive possible way. They are all the same thing. And they are all based on science. It's spiritual science. It's, it's speaking about the world of electromagnetism. Everything is atomic. Atomic waves, torus fields. Every atom in your body is a miniature sun, as above, so below. Fractally self-similar from the microcosm through the mesocosm to the macrocosm, everything is suns. We are in the image of the sun. We are the sons of God. Because the sun is what imprints into us our soul. We come from the sun. The sun is the saviour. It's a portal. It's a wormhole. The early Christians used to be called heliognostics. Ah, well, why would they need to know about Helios, the sun? And the, and the Therapeutae and the Essenes would bow with their palms outstretched to the morning sun and kiss the sun every morning religiously because it is the source of our food. There are breatharians and sol solitarians existing today that don't need to eat this gross food. You know, apples and spinach and nuts and seeds. It, that's because we have fallen. And in poetic terms, in scripture, that means we have turned aside from God. 
We do not have faith in God. We do not have trust in God. If we had trust in the sun, God, we would live from the sun's vitality, period. We wouldn't need to go to Coles and Safeway to get our groceries that are sprayed with uh, uh, glyphosate and, and uh, pesticides and herbicides. We wouldn't need to be getting sick because the sun is Helios, the healer, electromagnetically, because it's sending electromagnetic pulses, which then hit your cells, your DNA, and pulsate at the same rate as the sun. It's a heart. It's a heartbeat. Hey, guys, I want to tell you about our friends at Factor, okay? As the weather gets warmer, Factor can help you spend less time at home in the kitchen and more time enjoying the springtime with no cooking, grocery shopping, or dishes. Plus, the perfect health-conscious grab-and-go add-ons like smoothies and juices. Luckily, I don't have to meal plan or prep, and I can still eat well now that I leave my meals to Factor. Factor makes it easy to eat clean 24-7 with fresh, never frozen prepared meals that are so delicious you wouldn't believe they're actually good. Feel good for the summer. Choose Factor Calorie Smart Keto Options with built-in portion control as the great tool to help you get fit for the summer. Factor now offers 30 meals per week where you can choose from a variety of of new meals every week. On top of that, Factor gives you the option to change it up. Select any plan you want. Four to 18 meals per week. Busy schedule for both lunch and dinner. No worries. Add an extra two or three or even four meals to your order. Factor saves me time by delivering chef-crafted meals to my doorstep, eliminating the hassle of grocery shopping and meal prep. Not to mention cleanup. No dishes to wash here. That's a big thing for you, right, Xavier? You love yes. that stuff. You've been doing that. Of course I have. I have to, dude. I'm single. Yeah, you are single and you're ready to mingle. Each fact of meal arrives <laughs> pre-prepped and ready to eat in two minutes. That's even faster than ordering it. It's all true, guys. I When I had my babies, I was rocking factor all the time. And guess what? I lost weight. I lost weight because I was eating well-portioned meals and I love it. Okay. Factor tackles in tough stuff. So I don't have to. They registered dietitians and expert chefs work hand in hand to create meals with nutritional ingredients. Okay. Factor even knows my preferences. They offer vegan plus veggie meals, keto meals, low carb options, cold pressed juices, smoothies, energy bits, bites, uh, plant-based bars, extra protein, veggie sides, and more to keep me fueled and focused all day. So here's what I need you to head to go.factor75.com slash tinfoil120 and use code tinfoil120 to get $120 off. That's code tinfoil120 at go.factor75.com slash tinfoil120 for $120 off. Hey guys, I want to tell you about our friends at First Leaf. Listen, if you love wine, you're a wine connoisseur. Sometimes you feel like you got to get a degree in grapes to find great wine. I guess you can shop by label, I guess, okay? Or you can try to remember what tannins is. I can't even pronounce that, okay? Shouldn't it be easier? That's that's why First Leaf does the hard work for you. They make it simple to discover new wines you'll love without the hit or the miss. 
first-leaf samples over 10,000 wines a year from around the world and selects only the finest bottles. They take time to learn what you like and what you don't, then send you world-class wines tailored to your taste, okay? The guys on the show, their ladies love wine. They love this. They love First Leaf, okay? They love the whole process, plus they look good for their fake girlfriends, okay? And if you're not happy with your with the wine you receive, First Leaf will credit you for another. It doesn't get any simpler than that. It's easy wine for you wine connoisseurs, okay? And if you're not happy, dude, they'll take care of you. Okay, they'll credit you. That's how good it is. So here's what I need you guys to do. I need you guys to sign up today and you'll get your first six bottles for $29.95 plus shipping. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash tinfoil. That's try T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash tinfoil to get your first six bottles for $29.95. Plus free shipping. Try slash tinfoil. I think it's it's so interesting because we get into why they're at the Persia. Why are they after Russia? What does Russia represent? Is there something about Russia? Is there an understanding of a t- t- Tataria and what Tataria represented at one point? And was Tataria the center of an empire that this new group is wow. trying to push down and push back on? And it all makes sense to me, man. It just does. It's like I, I I can never know 100% what is real and what is not real. I can only digest information and data. And I go, does these pieces that I, I'm getting right now, do these fit into the puzzle the, really simply? I mean, are they just clicking in or am I trying to smash them in to make them fit? And when they just click in real easy, where it all starts to line up and make sense to me that's where it is you have to have a real understanding of of hidden history and how much they've been hiding from us and how much like we say on the show all the time everything you need to save yourself is inside you you just have to look inside and start having faith in that that there you are a very complex uh, uh instrument of god and you have everything you need and that is my humble opinion and so all this is clicking with me. Black nobility sounds like we're talking a lot of black nobility right now. The true essence of power, in my humble opinion. I've always thought the Jews were second, uh, just middle managers made to be boogeymen because they were a small group of people. And that when you really take a look at all the people that are running, the that they think are running the world. They wear these masks like Judaism, Islam, Christianity, so they can walk amongst us. Because if they if we re, if they really let us know what they believe, I would like to believe that we would chase them down and not put up with it. But they they wear these masks and then they run these psyops on us. So we can't talk about this. We can't talk about that. We can't so creating these illusions to get us to control our conversations. And because the truth is, for lack of a better term, it's all cult. And for me, it's like deep cult. And and based on the conversation we've had so far, that really is a, a spiritual war right now that we're in. But people don't understand who they're fighting right now. They're looking here. They're looking here. They're not looking here. It's, that's, that's because 
um, as it says in Ephesians chapter 6 in the Bible, verse 12, it says, For we have a spiritual war, and you must put on the complete suit of armour from God, your helmet of salvation, your breastplate of faith, your shield of, you know, um, righteousness, your feet shod with, with um, integrity, your sword, and all of this armament. We have to be armed against it's a spiritual war. See, you can never understand it if you're talking geopolitics with conventional people. You know, there'll be people saying, oh, Putin made a great move by, um, you know, taking out all the bio labs and, yeah, that was good, you know, and, uh, and they'll, they'll, they'll tell you what uh, their opinions uh, from a very, very conventional viewpoint, very conditioned, very um, subjective Unless you understand that there are uh, spiritual entities that control everything, then you will never understand the chessboard that this human experience uh, plane that we live on will never understand anything, anything. We'll, we'll always take sides. Well, all, and then, you know, years later, we'll find out, oh, we, we've got the wrong side. Like, remember 9-11? Wow, we were thinking, geez, yeah, that, those guys are terrorists, those Arabs. Yeah, they, they look like it, don't they? Yeah, they've got beards. Yeah. Uh, that's what it says in the newspaper, right? The bearded. <laughs> so they, they look like terrorists. Um, and then years later, um, documentaries started coming out. And then we realised, well, it wasn't I fool, you know, thinking bad things about, you know, all these people in, in, in Iraq that we've invaded and, and, and all these things. And what a revelation that was, you know. So it's a spiritual war and we're looking, we're looking at the shadow of that war. We're experiencing the shadow of it. It's happening in heaven and it's going to be won by ultimate righteousness and truth. Truth always prevails. Truth is the first principle. If you come to me talking about love and light and peace and harmony, I'm not at all interested in what you've got to say. Ears plugged. Unless you put truth high, 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 high above all of them because all of them are attributes of truth. You cannot have love without truth. You can have truth without love. I can tell you the truth without love, but I, I can't love you without truth. Everything depends on truth, and truth will prevail. Simple. Falsehood cannot prevail. It doesn't in court unless the judge is corrupt and the prosecution. It doesn't prevail in... Um, you know, in uh, every other situation, you know, uh, morally, you can't, um, you know, tell a lie and then have a good night's sleep after you've told a massive lie to, you know, someone who trusts you. You're going to be going, oh, whoa. yeah. You'd be feeling rotten for, for days, possibly years. Truth prevails because truth is light and, and, and the lie is darkness, if you want to look at it that way. Someone gave me, you. someone gave me a nice, um, just hey, gave dude, me a nice chocolate. Enjoy v that, bro. You've earned chocolate, it. 
Yeah, chocolate vegan ice cream. It's all vegan. It's all, oh, man, this best ice cream. I get one every day. So You enjoy it. Hey, dude, you've earned it, bro. You've earned it. So for me, man, uh, everything you're talking about prevails. Uh, You know, this show, you always say the same thing. Yeah, well, you do a lot of episodes. You know, you're going to talk about a lot of same. And But for me, it's like this show will end the day I don't believe that truth will prevail. I will no longer do this show. There will be the end of the show. And I'll be like, I think it's doom and gloom. It's all done. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to stay with my family. Enjoy until the end. But I know there are these laws of nature and these laws of the universe and these people like Klaus Schwab and all these other people. I don't care how high you get up to get up to this guy that you just told us about, this Panini, Paulini guy who looks just like Eddie Bravo, by the way. If you look into him, he looks exactly like Eddie Bravo, uh, just with a... uh, (laughs) You know, go look him up. You're like, is that Eddie Bravo? Is that Jiu-Jitsu Jesus right there? But guy? The, the guy you said runs in Islam, Yahane uh, Palvini. Palavicini. Palavicini looks exactly like Eddie Bravo. But uh, that they are not above the universe. They are players within the universe. The universe is bigger. And they too shall, they will someday take their final breath and have to deal with the consequences of their actions. That is how the universe works in my in my humble opinion. So everything that you're saying rings true. And you know, you brought up judges, well maybe judges will corrupt the process. That does happen, but that to me that means the process is still going and that the inevitable is coming. And the inevitable is that judge, maybe his family, whatever, will feel the consequences of being on the wrong side of darkness. Darkness does happen. Bad things happen to good people, but everything is a journey that you're on. And it's very, and that's a very complex place to get to. It takes a lot to get into understanding that pain and suffering, that sometimes there's a purpose behind it. And it's, it's really hard to understand, but the discussion we're having right now really opens my eyes that there is wonderful stuff in the future and that this is a a spiritual war. You just have to understand when you're talking about taking in the light and the sun, I'm very much about what are you consuming? Not just with your mouth and your eyes, but your ears. What are you taking in? Are you taking in garbage? Are you, are you watching reality television that teaches you nothing that just installs this bad behavior in you? So you do monkey see monkey do, or are you trying to digest the sun? Live in the live with one and with the universe and God. That to me is the future. That there's so much on this physical plane that we can get into. What is the nature of this physical world, in your humble opinion? It's electromagnetic. So in the Bible, it says God is light, and then another passage says God is love. And then in other words not directly, it says God is truth. Now, all, all those things are true, but when it says God is light, light is electromagnetic pulses and waves. It's a pulse wave universe. There are no particles. They don't exist. Oh, okay. They are pulses. The pulses are magnetic and the transverse waves are electrical, redshift, blue shift. The color, it's, that's where color begins because white light is a longitudinal wave. It's magnetic. Magnetism is white light. 
all colored all colored light is electrical that's why they call that the electromagnetic spectrum because the pulse generating the wave the transverse wave is pulsates longitudinally and suffers no decay whereas the transverse wave from the moment of its inception begins to decay it's inferior so electricity is a hybrid force which creates wave amplitude wave length hence time and space time wave length space wave amplitude that's the electrical world of the god l but the true god is magnetism and that's a pulse it's a digital pulse and everything is pulsating i'm pulsating right now only you can't you see me linearly because your eyes can only hit uh take 24 um um screens a second so you if this was taking more this the human eye you would see me flash on and off and you everything everything at the same time the whole everything and you would also you would see that you would see nothing and then a pulse of everything and then a pulse of nothing pulse everything that's it and that's how your heart works you see your heart radiates radiation is magnetism vibration is electricity vibration is inferior it's the serpent in the garden of eden it has the same root as the word serpent vibora in latin vibration 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 is the serpent that deceiveth the whole world whereas the digital magnetic pulse that's the heartbeat of god that is the world from which we come that's counter space it's counter spatial it's not spatial electricity is spatial <clears throat> so one of the laws of am i right am i right to uh to light it up have a good time <laughs> if you smell hard enough you can probably smell uh, xavier grow he's probably high as fuck right now so no, I'm, We're gonna I'm, get... I'm good right now. You're not. You are. <laughs> no, oh, no. man. I... Not until oh. later today. I'm, taking, I'm, I'm clean. I had to fucking be sober, but I might just join him in a little bit. <laughs> Do it, dude. Light it up. Everybody smoke him if you got him. Johnny's got his leather jacket on, so we all got to get cool. Um... <laughs> <laughs> not leather. Okay, I respect. So uh, I, I've been getting into the hermetic principles of the universe and one of them is like everything is constantly in motion. Everything is vibrating. And like, uh, which gets into high frequency, low frequency, meeting high frequency human beings, lower frequency human beings, this glass, lower frequency. It is moving. It is vibrating. It is, but it's at a much denser, no, thus creating this glass, right? And these energy waves at a higher level. These are higher entities, people, and there are there are people vibe. There are things vibrating on an even higher level than we can comprehend with our eyes, and that's the higher frequencies, right? Am I wrong on that? Perfect, perfect, spot on. <clears throat> so, as you raise your frequency and purify your soul, when you when your body is exhausted and um, decays to the point where your spirit leaves, that 
resonant frequency of yours goes to a realm suited, suited to that frequency. So if you're a beautiful person, you will go to a place where there are beautiful people. If, if you are a nasty mofo and you've harmed many, many people, you bring that frequency when your body ceases. You bring that. And that's what... That's why there's all these planes. There's hell, purgatory, limbo, and there's all the levels of heaven. There are many, many places we can go to, many, many places. So you mentioned hermeticism. My academy, our academy, uh, the syncretism academy we, we have here in Mexico, syncretism is based on hermeticism and neoplatonism, the two best schools the West, Egypt, uh, Europe has ever produced, and they are based on that. This morning I just posted on my YouTube community page and on Facebook one of the best videos you will ever, ever, ever hear summing up hermeticism, hermeticism in two hours, putting syncretism in a nutshell and Neoplatonism and everything you want to know and need to know, everything is in this video. And this is the name of the video. So you go to YouTube and, and punch in the Hermetica hyphen, the lost wisdom of the pharaohs. Blow your mind. It is, I would listen to it at least 20 times. We're all looking it up, man. Yeah, that's for the listeners, because I tell you, uh, the wisdom that we have in, see, people from the West go over to India, oh, we have to go to the East, you know, we have to go to Peru to get enlightened. Uh, you know, Europe is is not, you know, God didn't make Europe, you know, there's no, there's no spirit there. It, rest assured, the most elaborate of all the schools the mystery schools of wisdom and spiritual theology come from the West. Hermeticism and Neoplatonism. I would also add Kabbalah, the Jewish system, and the Islamic Sufi, uh, but Christian Gnosticism, Sufism, and, Kab um, and Kabbalistic um, Jewish mysticism, they are the best, best, best elaborate schools that exist. But I would always put Neoplatonism on top because because they really really uh you know put everything made everything clear logical rational easy to understand exhaustive comprehensive and everything is is much more detailed it's the most detailed school of spiritual wisdom that exists and that's what that's what we've done by opening the first syncretism academy for 1500 years when justinian the emperor in 527 the most evil of emperors closed down by edict the syncret the syncretism schools of the mediterranean of the roman empire the, the neoplatonic schools were shut down by edict by justinian the same guy who created legalese, dog Latin, you know, the corporate 
person, the straw man. Now, that guy, he lived 200 years after Julian, the one I mentioned before, who brought Rome back to syncretism and, and, and the Neoplatonism flourished. How long did he live? Excuse me, how, how long did he live? Well, he only reigned for three years. They killed him. They got rid of him real quick because, oh, okay. because that's what Rome wanted. That Romans just, they didn't want this. See, Christian, the Christianity that Constantine created was the same model that exists today. And that is they paid all of these people to have important offices in the church and in the government but they had to convert to Constantinian Christianity. And so they all went to the cities and the country people became the pagans. And then in the cities, this, just like, you know, all the blue cities like Los yes, Angeles, dude, Los yes. Angeles, New York, they, yes. they dictate to all the other red, all, all the rest of America is red. And, yep. these, and these two blue cities, Baltimore, uh, who else? Denver, Chicago, uh, Philadelphia, Portland, New York, San Portland, Francisco, Oregon, LA. Yeah. Right, right. So all these blue demonic hubs of Bolshevism, they're controlling the pagans, the, the conservatives, you know. They, oh, they, yeah, oh, we're progressive. We're liberal. Yes, anything goes. Um, so that's what... That's the Constantinian and Justinian model. That is the model. And see, now me, an astrologer and a syncretist, I'm a, I'm a crazy man. I'm a, a loony, a mystic. Oh, is it, it does all that mysticism and astrology, demonic stuff, Santos does. See, whereas this is the true and only system, and they have bought into a system which... Works the same way. You look at all the people that run the councils, right? How did they get there? Money, yeah. right? All the local um, counties, yeah? See what the counties are doing? Raising water taxes, all the, these people. And they, and they, run a, they ran a massive, um, you know what, campaign recently. Uh, they've got a lot of money. Hospitals got a lot of money. Hmm. Uh, you see how it, that system works? Money. Give them money and they, yeah. can, they can run all our churches, all our institutions, hospitals, yeah. everything. And the worst part of it is it's not even real money. It's fed funny money that they, they print out of nowhere. And the fractional reserve banking is the most diabolical and brilliant way to buy everybody what you do is you print all this fake money and you give it to people like blackrock and vanguard and they go out and they they get they put it through all these corporations that they bought with this fake money that isn't even real to them that they didn't earn yeah. they were just given it because they're part of the system and they buy up everybody they buy up all the politicians on all this stuff through this lobby and stuff like that and everybody's bought and sold and willing to just completely live in darkness in the in, uh, absence of light because of the money that they're getting paid. They're all selling out 
taking corporate interest and selling out. And it's like unbelievable to me that people don't see it. And now they're starting to understand it through ESG and uh, BlackRock buying up all the houses. They realize that now they're bidding against the Federal Reserve for a family house. They're buying out everybody with fake money. Yep. And all of that... All of that system, Babylonian system, slave system, is run by the Vatican, the Holy See, and the Roman Curia. And they are the three corporate masters, the ring that rules them all. The ring that rules them all is the Vatican. You'll see all the names of the the families who own that corporation. In fact, right in the front, you'll see, I think you'll see Pallavicini. Or or actually, you might see... um, You'll, well, I'll tell you the names you'll see. You'll see Borghese, Borgia, and Borgia was the Pope who uh, sent the conquistadors over here to uh, conquer the Americas, and he was the one who said, ah, all right, let's split the Americas in half, Brazil to the Portuguese, everything west to the Spanish. Borgia. My mother was uh, grew up in Borgia, a, a town called Borgia in Italy. They named towns after them, you know. There's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Borgia. Guelph in Canada, that's from the Saxacoba Guelph family. They're telling you, these are our towns, these are our corporations, our municipalities, our counties. These, we run these, um, they're actually uh, um, church parishes. They're all parishes. Yeah, yeah. It's a parish system and the Vatican owns it. And so uh, when you look at the, the Vatican, you go around right and under the the roof uh, cornice, all around you see Pallavicini, Aldo Brandini, Orsini, De Medici, Borghese, um, Este, Conti, Visconti. I just can't think right now. There's, there's tens hey, more. Tens you more. nailed about twenty more than I could nail, so you did great there. So I mean, I can't. I can get any of those names correct. And if you take a look at like how uh, 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 we've talked about this before on the show, but the intelligence agencies versus organized crime in the West, you have the United States, Latin America, Europe. What do all those all those crime families or crime organizations have in common? They're all Catholic, Irish, Italian, Latin. They're all Catholic, right? Well, so now. The CIA means Catholics in action. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And they control everything. So that's why all the drugs could get into the country because the company that's meant to stop the drugs from get, getting in are profiting from the drugs getting in. We just had somebody on our show talking about Ozarks. I've been watching a little bit of that lately. And bam, there's the story right in it that the FBI wants the piece of the drug trade. I mean, it's right there in front of you, right there in front of you. So you know what I'm saying? It's like uh, we talked about that today. I was on the last Vagabonds, you know, the last American Vagabonds uh, show. And, you know, there was a great tweet out there I told him about that said supply chains are down for everything except for fentanyl, right? Somehow fentanyl is able to get in without any problem. Gee, I wonder why. I wonder why. So then you get into like, okay, we got the Vatican. We got Vanguard. Vanguard's 
the one of the biggest companies in the world that's privately owned. You don't get the, you don't have to know who their owners are. I know who their owners are. All the, whoever's the boss of the Rothschilds, which is everybody you just named here. And then you get into the World Economic Forum, and everyone wants to blame China for everything. But the, the World Economic Forum is the one who brought on all over all that social credit score and everything that they're doing over there. So they are the top of the chain, 100%. I completely agree with you. Yeah, brother. They run, they run what's called the New World Order. The New World Order began with Copernicus and his globe model, hence the global agenda, globalists, the global community, global governance, global economy, global lockdowns. Now we can see how the UN... And the whole world is pretty much, except for countries like Tanzania and a few other African countries, saying no to this new world order, which is based on the globe, the false idol of the globalists. And who are our enemies? We all know it's the globalists. And uh, I wonder who Copernicus dedicated his book to since he was a Jesuit and the Jesuits were found two years before he dedicated his book to Pope Alessandro Farnese. Farnese is the family who I said at, at the beginning began the Tuscan Empire, the Roman Empire, they're Persians. Well, it's in the word. Farsi is the language of Persia. They are Farnese, Farsi. Huh. You see? So, Damn. yeah. And the, Medi- and the Medici's come from media, media. The Medes and the Persians were the enemies of Rome for hundreds of thousands of years, you know, and Greece. The Medes and the Persians, they are the De Medici's. They run the media and the medical yeah. pharmaceutical, right? But guess who runs the United States, which is the most powerful family? I know which one you're going to say, and it'll be wrong. You want everyone to think Rothschild or everybody's going to say Rothschilds and you're saying there's somebody above them. Oh, yeah. The other one is the Rockefellers. Everyone says, oh, it's the Rockefellers. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's the no. Rothschilds. Who is it? No, it's the Collins, the Collins family. Now, who are the Collins? Well, there's a fellow called Christopher Columbus who in Spanish <laughs> is called Cristobal Colon. <laughs> now, he came, yeah, he came from one of the papal families called the Colonna family, and they were the enemies of the Orsini family, who considered themselves to be the Maxima family. The Rothschilds and the Windsors come from the Orsini family. So does Tom Cruise, by the way. He's an Orsini. So. The Orsini and the Colonna were fighting in the Middle Ages to be popes and they were killing each other. There was assassinations, blood on the street, there were coups. Anyway, one pope finally comes along in history and says, right, you've got to stop this killing and fighting amongst yourselves. And that is, he said, one of your family has to marry one of their family and you have to make amends and we have to make a papal bull and we have to work together. And from then on, the Colon, the Collins family, whom are also called the Cohens, the Jewish Cohens, the priests, the Levites, the Cohens, the Collins, the Colon becomes Columbia, District of Columbia, 
the Knights of Columbus, Columbia Pictures, British Columbia, Columbia in South America, and the Collins family still runs America. Thank you, Christopher Collins, otherwise known as Christopher Columbus. Quick question. Do those families have any hand in the CCP in China? Are they in there? Is it- of yeah. course, of course, they they started the um, the communist movement in the forties after with Stalin uh, from Wall Street. That was all organized by the Collins family. Of course, they get they get the first the Collins and the Orsini, the Maxima family. Maxima means they're on top. I believe it's between Colonna, the Collins, the Orsini through the Roth, the Rothschilds and the Windsors come from the Orsini, the Collins. The, the Collins family sort of, um, they, went, they went west and the Orsinis went east. From, and, this, and they organised this from Venice, the Venetians, the Phoenicians. Um, from Venice and from Geneva, they sent Columbus from Geneva to go west. And they sent, the Orsini sent their guys, they were more centred around Venice, but the, the, the Collins family were Genovese. In fact, the word jeans, denim, blue jeans, comes from Genova because that's where denim comes from and from the Genovese family, uh, which primarily are the Collins. So thanks, you know, they're in everything. They gave us jeans, they gave us all these countries and the Knights of Columbus and everything that's got to do with Columbia in the US. So they went west, you see, the, the, the Columbus Corporation. The Orsini compilation went east and they sent their, uh, their Jesuits into Japan. The Japans were beheading them. You know, they were, if they caught Jesuits, Anywhere on their land, they would just chop their heads off on the spot. But uh, finally, the Jesuits conquered in Nagasaki. That was their stronghold and um, infiltrated. And then they started the uh, opium wars against China. Then they invaded Australia. Um, and that was the Orsini side going east. And, and the Farnese helped them as well because the two families that started the Jesuits were the Farnese, the guy that... Uh, Copernicus, the globe tard, dedicated his book to <laughs> the founder of the Jesuits. Beautiful stuff, isn't it? Um, and the Borgia family. Those two families, Borgia and Farnese, with the Medicis, the Orsinis and the Pallavicinis as well co-signed and they did what, what's called, um, they started Ifondi. In Italian, Ifondi means the funds. So they have the, you know, the gold and the funds to back all of their uh, their um, their black ops and um, you know uh, Tavistock, MK Ultra, Majestic Twelve, um, you know all of those, all of those. Oh my God! So you're telling me that the Jesuits went in Japan and through that, that's how they brought in the opium family and we had the Collins, the Russells. You know, every one of these uh, Ivy League schools were started by uh, opium families that are running these opium uh, industries. Is that is is that what I'm led to understand? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. They're all behind him. Yes, all these all these elite families are behind all of the crime in the world, all of the wars, all of the financial disasters, all of the clim- climate disasters, all the political coups and assassinations, all of the uh, famines, all of the shortages, all of the electrical grid when we've got free energy called magnetism uh, and it's it's around us. Uh, and um, they, they run everything. They even run, the Jesuits own all the abattoirs because they want people eating flesh. They want people eating death, rotting corpses, because they want corpses called persons, which means corporations. That's what they want. And how they do that, is by giving us corpses to eat, whereas there was no culture in history that was carnivore of humans, none, not even cannibal. I mean, um, carnivore, there's there's cultures now that are cannibal. Not even those cannibals were cannibals. That was all done through witchcraft and through the control of this technology from Atlantis that the Iranians have which is subletted to Rome, City of London, and DC. Wow. So Iran is running the the Vatican. The Vatican doesn't want them to do it anymore. Well, they don't, no, they don't run it. They pull the strings. It's different. It's it's like um, the the bully in the yard. You know that. If you do something he doesn't like, he's going to come and he's going to come and bash you. But you can do anything else as long as you don't do that thing, right? He'll come and bash your head in, right? So he pulls the strings, but he doesn't. He's not running anything. You can do whatever you want as long as the bully doesn't catch you doing the thing that he doesn't like you're doing. So it's it's like that. It, they've got something on Rome. They've got some power over rome their demon is more powerful than rome's demon it is it is it is of a higher order they've been able to summon a higher power than what rome has but but rome was set up by them and they don't mind because it's like uh okay so you've got um a trademark um and you run you run a business but you want outlets so what do you do you um what, what's it called when you have franchise uh, franchise you can okay it's like a franchise that they, they are all franchises the counties are franchise franchise franchisees the catholic churches are franchised they're like why do we need a standing army when we can just put these churches which are little you know ha, 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 home offices for the vatican and that's why when you watch any crime show, they always go and they have a the crime boss goes and talks to the priest, right? And asks for any kind of uh, advice on what to do and throw, hands him an envelope full of cash and all that stuff and the perversion that comes with it. And now, and now, I, you know, sometimes you got to separate the, the 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 constituents, meaning the people who who are following the religion, like Catholicism. I'm no lot Catholics. They're all good people. I think they are following a false prophecy, but they do it with good intent. So I don't I'm not God. I can't judge that. But you know, that they're they're not playing the game very well. And um they're following the wrong doctrines and all that stuff. Uh but 
you know, they have a good heart. They mean well, yeah. but they're, they're pawns in the game, in my humble opinion. Yeah, look, they all are. Everybody is where they should be. The elite are where they should be, the good people, the starving people, the people who are being tortured, the babies that are being tortured for their adrenochrome. They're all where they should be. Now, you might think, how can you say such a disgusting, fateful yes, dude. thing? When you understand the universe, how beautiful it is, yeah. See, those little pure children that have been snatched off the street and been tortured and raped by pedophiles and murdered and, and, and that, that process, the more vicious the process that, of, of death that the individual receives, the higher the bliss and the reward, the, the pain and suffering is forgotten. It, it doesn't exist once they are they are killed and their spirit goes back to source, that, that is an automatic ticket for them. You, that, they didn't even need to go through the process of raising their vibration, yoga, meditation, prayer, diet, and all the wow. stuff, all the bullshit we're doing. So we don't understand. We, we should be thankful that the elite are doing what they're doing and that it's not you. Because it's them that are going to suffer the consequences, not you. So let them be, you know, let it all be. It's a stage, it's a theatre, it's a shadow of what's going on in the spiritual realms. Everyone is where they should be. Don't go crying too much about the little That's children. Some deep shit, dude. That That's been... some real deep stuff right there. That's some massive black belt stuff. Yep. And it's so hard. You can't just talk. To, you can't just tell somebody that it takes a spiritual journey to be on to truly understand how logical what you're saying is. Now, we are not condoning violence or anything like that. I don't think violence is the answer until it's the only answer. That's just my humble opinion. OK, but no violence until there's no other option. But you go, why is this happening to people? Yeah. Why? And you. A very advanced thought is this is a part of their journey. And what's going to happen to them on the other side? So what you're telling me is that they're going through this pain and suffering. Now they're when people go, oh, they're in a higher, they're in a better place. This is literally what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Like a pearl is created with abrasion and friction and beautiful pearl comes out. So the soldier, the, the, fights one of these wars, let's say uh, a young 18-year-old cadet soldier signed up, conscripted to go to Iraq in 2003, and he gets his head blown off <clears throat> after, you know, six weeks of, you know, eating out of cans and, and, and hiding and, and get, getting shot at and having been wounded. And then all of a sudden one day he goes out to war, wakes up, gets all this stuff and goes out and gets his head blown off. See, this individual, he had his own destiny set by the stars. The moment you're born, the stars electromagnetically have permeated every atom of your anatomy, atom me, and set the tone for all the waves and patterns and things that will happen repeat in your life and the lessons that you're going to have to go through and what you have actually chosen to go through 
to get that special reward. There are certain things, trials, there, there are certain trials that we must go through. We must because we've made a contract to and once we fulfil those dutifully, then we get the reward and it's, it's all in the reward. And we can manifest that reward much, much quicker if we are in tune with this process and the stars and how to govern your stars, you know, which planets are dominating you. Is it Mars? Are you always getting into trouble and strife and fights? Is it Jupiter? You're peaceful and happy and jovial and happy-go-lucky. Is it Venus? You're beautiful and wise and virtuous. Is it Mercury? You're an intellect, you know, you're intelligent, a communicator. Is it Saturn? You're stern and disciplined and organised and stable and correct. Um, is it the sun? You're vital, you're um, life-giving, you're radiating. Is it the moon? You're charming, you're um, sensitive and caring and motherly. You know, all these planets, whichever position they find themselves, whichever sign and then whichever house they're in, determines everything about your nature and your nurture. Everything. I, everything you're saying makes so much sense to me. I want to get into a touchy subject. So over the last couple of weeks, I've had two of my friends off themselves. And I've made a decision not to go to memorials for people who kill themselves. Uh, just because I, I, just, it's, I don't know, man. I just feel like we're in a weird way supporting this kind of um, action. And for me, my opinion, Santos, is that when you do this thing, when you commit this act, you are violating your spirit contract, your soul contract with the universe. And I don't want to support that. And even though I love these people all my heart, I have a tattoo of a friend who, who took his life a long time ago. And it makes me super sad he's no longer here with me. But I've had like in the last couple of years, like four of my friends do that. And I am very sorry for the sounds in the background. But um, what are your thoughts on all that? Yeah, look, that's um, that way out is not the way out because you carry that frequency before you, you, you suicided straight in through the portal of the next realm. Death is two words, door, ether. Death is the doorway to the ether, the magnetic, true counterspatial world where you come from. But what happens is you can't go back there now because you've suicided, you've, you've broken the contract, and now you have to reincarnate. You are forced to come back through the moon onto the earth plane. You there we go, bro. Yeah. So... And, and you come back with the same anguish. So you, you're born in anguish. You know how you get little children that are really troubled? They're just from birth. They're just troubled. You know, they're just a handful. They're little rats. You know, and then there's, <laughs> and then there's this beautiful little children. Mummy, I love you, mummy. And can I help you, mummy? And, and they grow up all their life like that because that's how they died. You see, when you die, and if you, re you reincarnate back how you died in the condition in which you died, 
So suicide is the lowest point. You come back at the lowest point again and you, you start all over again. Yeah, man. I can I, can I ask really quick? And this is just a really practical question. You mentioned earlier the places, you know, why there are so many places to go after death. What, what, where does reincarnation fit into the kind of the order of those steps? Is, is, that, is that after you're done reincarnating, you go to those places or... Or is that an intermediate step? How does that fit? Uh, no, reincarnation means has to do with flesh. Carnal is flesh. So you have re-fleshed your spirit. Now, when you go to the counterspatial or transcendental or supernatural or metaphysical, whatever term you prefer, I, tr- I always try to call it counterspace because it's more... You know, it's it's conventional minds like quantum physicists who are on the wrong track and, and people who are, you know, beginning their journey, um, it's, no, it's not so woo-woo as uh, metaphysical and supernatural, you know, people get the creeps. So when you return there, you don't have to reincarnate. You don't have to reflesh again. You, re- you can re-spirit, so you can transcend... You can get sick and tired of being in this blissful realm for a billion years and you might say, yeah, I'm going to go to this place now because I have the frequency. I've learned how to, you know, uh, switch over to that channel. It's like a TV set, you know. It's, It's solid state. So if you're watching the Channel 7 News, you can't watch the Channel 10 News. If you're on Fox, you can't see CBS at the same time unless you've got two TVs. One channel, I mean, one TV, one channel at a time. But when you turn that knob, you've actually, what all you've done is just raise the frequency at which that channel is transmitting at. And so that's how you are. You're like a, a TV set, right? So you're, you're on channel seven and you're having a great time. This is a beautiful place, pretty flowers, lovely girls, mm, nice beaches, all right, now I'm going to improve, go to another frequency, and, you know, you're free, you're free to go. There you don't need passports. I have a quick question as well. Uh, you were talking about uh, those families owning technology. Uh, would that in a long shot have anything to do with the Ark of the Covenant? I've heard that yeah. that's like technology and it's, it's hidden and that's why they keep it in, hidden. Is that, is that considered some of the technology you were talking about? It is. It's the Ark of the Covenant. Yes. So let me ask. Let me ask you something. Oh, go on. Sorry, you were going to elaborate on that. Yeah. So um, they say it was uh, Nebuchadnezzar plundered, uh, um, sacked um, Jerusalem in six hundred seven BCE, and then brought the Ark back to Babylon, and it's been lost ever since. And but really, it's um, it, it's. It's essentially it's not literal. None of that literally happened. It's it's all it's all metaphor and um, you know uh, symbolic speak of how the whatever technology um, it is, it's called the arc. It, it because it arcs. It's all about arcing, electrical arcs. So in astrology, we deal in ar- degrees of arc degrees, minutes, and seconds of arc. So Noah's ark, the ark of the covenant, 
Um, these are all electrical uh, technology. And it, it just means that the controlling kingdom of the time transferred over to Babylon and Iran and what have you. So that's why there's always been this war with Iran because they, they, they want to bring that controlling mechanism to Jerusalem. They're, they're setting up the third temple there for, for that reason. Damn, dude. It's crazy. So you had mentioned ether, ether, right? What is it? Okay, so in Spanish, it's called ether. E-T-E-R. Now, what does that word conjure up in your mind? Put a few more letters after that. Eter, eternal, eternal, eternity. Eter, eternity. It is the fifth element. The gross elements, fire, air, water, earth, or in quantum physics conventional speak, plasma, gas, liquid, solid, the four states of physicality, the ether is where they, that all comes from. The ether is the nothing which is everywhere, which is everything, but nothing at the same time. Oh, what do you mean, Santos? That sounds crazy. All right, well, let's take a simple analogy. You're looking at me on your screen, and you, you, that's, you're looking at a physical body, but that's, I, I'm not in your computer, and I'm not at all physically there at all. It's all zeros and ones, which is nothing. A one is nothing. If I say one, where is it? I can't see a one. I can see uh, one lighter. I can see one pair of glasses, but you can never see a one. It's, it's a number, and you can never see a zero because it's nothing. So nothing is what you're looking at on the screen. You're looking at nothing. It's zeros and ones. It's so and, and, and where is it stored? Where is it stored? Well, it's stored in counter space. See, your hard drive, those crystals, those chips, full of zeros and ones, trillions of them, which contain all your movie archive, all your family photos, all of your. It's right. If you get a, if you get a hard drive, a hard drive uh, with two ter terabytes of data on it and then you go to the shop and buy the same one brand new which one weighs more same same weight so all those all those movies and all of those photos they weigh nothing and then you tell and then oh you try and tell me santos that uh, everything comes from nothing which is really everything um from counter space uh, we, there's only time and space, Santos. That's all that exists. We know that. Yeah, what are you talking about? You know, see, people can't grasp these things because they're not even using simple analogies like a computer. 
which is a perfect analogy, analog, of describing um, physicality and how nature really works. So interesting. We come from counter space. Everything, everything that exists is in counter space. When they say the Big Bang came from nothing, that's true, but only half true. The other half is the most important bit. And that is that that nothing is everything. It's just nothing that you can see. It's nothing that you can touch. It's nothing that you can feel. But it is everything. So everything you see in the physical world, which is made from the hybrid energy called electricity, transverse waves, everything you see is just a Mayan Maya, the illusion. It's, it's just, it's an illusion because it appears like this is the real thing, but it's not. The real thing is happening contemporaneously in counter space. So complex, man. It's a real complex thing, dude. It is the nothing in which everything comes from. I wouldn't say complex. I would say deep. It's simple. It, it's simple. It's very simple. But it is deep. It deep is deep, profound. man. It is deep, almost to a point where it's like, is it meant for all of us to truly understand? I think the notion of God, like the true understanding of what God is such a deep, deep thing that there's almost like, you know, I've heard this in like the, uh, the Kabbalah and stuff like that, which is like <clears throat> anyone who tries to tell you the definition of God is like a fool almost. It's like it's such we can have an understanding of it, but to define it might be beyond our meat suits. Like this, these, like these are sumo fat suits we're put in that we're, you know, so we can only do so much because we're, we're, we're the universe. And if we had all of our universal problems, we could just dominate and do whatever we want, but we're here to learn lessons. And this meat suit is to make sure we have only a select set of skills to use to get that job done, because that's what we need to understand it and to get through it. And things like that are just so deep. That's, and maybe it's just me. It's just so hard for me to put crystallize in my mind what that is. It's just once, once you have direct knowledge, you have deep knowledge, and that generates clear knowledge. Tesla said there are those that can think deeply but cannot think clearly. So he was a clear thinker. Clairvoyance is where we're headed. <clears throat> Through this deep knowledge you will become clairvoyant, clair-knowing, clear-thinking. You see, the clairvoyant is the true mystic. The channeler, you see these channelers, they've all got the dark eye, they've all got the whiskey nose, you can tell they're drunken bums. Yeah. And, they're and they're channeling, the, oh, today we're channeling Gazubilibup from the galaxy Gazingaduk. Yeah. Uh, and he says, we must love each other. And, and then they put this voice on. Well, we need to be very good people. To <laughs> and where's this fucking voice come from, you retard, you know? <laughs> That's because a channeler is, to me, is akin to a glutton and a drunk. They're just bums. 
A clairvoyant is one who has done his study here and has his intuition intact and merged the two and sees clearly with the Pinocchio, the Pinocchio, the pineal mm. ocular, the pineal eye. See, these guys who talk to you all this uh, channeling stuff, they, they see with the red shift, blue shift eyes. They see the duality, the polarity. They don't see the unity. Only the clairvoyant does. So if you're not getting your, your information from a, clear, a clairvoyant and a mystic and a, syncret, and a syncretist, don't bother. You'll never get the whole picture. What is, what is a synchronist? Because I want to be one. Not synchronist. Synchronism is syncing things in time, chronos, time, chronology. Syncretist, Syncretist. Is one, yep, who's one who syncretizes or unifies, interrelates all fields of human knowledge, alchemy, astrology, mathematics, numerology, geometria, Christianity, Judaism, all of them, all of them merge into one field because they're all interrelated. Everything, everything is interrelated. Everything. I totally agree, man. There's no division. There is no division. There's no separation. Never separate Judaism from Christianity, from Hinduism, from Buddhism, from Islam. Don't go down that road. That is what Rome wants. Divide and conquer. But we, we are unity conscious individuals. We are clairvoyant, syncretists, mystics. M-Y-S-T is different to M-I-S-T, but they're spelt the same. Mist is water with an I. M-Y-S-T, mystic, that's fire. That's the baptism of fire. When you go to, when you go to a Christian church, what do they baptize you with? Holy water. 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 M-I-S-T. That's the false baptism. Thank you, Neoplatonists. Thank you, Plato. Thank you, Hermes. Thank you, Pythagoras. That's the false baptism because there's a higher one, which is spiritual, air, and then the highest, fire, mist. M-Y-S-T, that's why the mystic these days, he's the one who's frowned upon, oh, that guy's talking mystical rubbish. That's mystical, Santos. Talk about, uh, you know, the price of fish in China now, please. What's this mystical stuff you're doing? See, if you're not a mystic, you haven't been baptised with fire and you're um, you're not knowing truth. Directly, you're knowing it indirectly. Secondhand truth is the most dangerous thing you can share. If I go around saying, "Yeah, my friend Sam Tripoli, uh, yeah, he's got a red car. His car's red because it, because I, he told me that, and I've known him for a couple of years. I trust him. He's never told me a lie. He's always faithful, and he's a good friend. I hundred percent sure." His car's red because he told me. But I've never seen your car. I've never opened the garage door and checked. And then because I didn't know that you're colorblind. 
you never told me that. <laughs> yeah. and, and, you, and you think it's red. But I open the door and I see that your car's blue. But I've been telling everybody that it's red. So what? So I was telling the truth, according to Sam Tripoli, who's colorblind but always speaks the truth. <laughs> and I'm an inadvertent liar repeating secondhand truth. Unless you know direct knowledge, unless you have directly studied source materials like I have all my life, then you can't get direct knowledge. And, and then you don't have epignosis, which the Greek call perfect knowledge because gnosis, gnosis is just knowledge, but epignosis, that's where you want to be. And you can only get that through syncretism, through syncretizing all fields of human knowledge, all fields. And so just punch in Wikipedia, punch in the word syncretism and read it there. It'll tell you what syncretism is. And by the way, I made a mistake there when I, when I said that my academy um, is the first one in 1,500 years. I can't be certain about that because I don't know whether Marsilio Ficino in the Renaissance and Giovanni Pico della Mirandola or Savara, uh, Savonarola actually had academies because they were teaching syncretism in the Renaissance. It was based on syncretism. Syncretism was the basis of the Renaissance. And Marsilio Ficino was the head of it all. He, he was the one who actually trans, translated the Hermetica. Thanks to him, the syncretist, we have the Book of Hermes. And he also translated Plato. And we have Neoplatonism. That's Marsilio Ficino. But now he was a teacher, but I don't know whether he had, he had an academy. So therefore, that would make what I said not correct. But... Put it this way, officially, the last Neoplatonic schools were shut down in 527 by edict by Justinian. And, um, yeah, he was a criminal. His wife also was involved with tampering with the Bible and removing all um, uh, um, references to uh, uh, reincarnation because the elite families didn't want us to know about, you know, that we have another chance to make yeah. amends in a new life. They wanted us to think this is the only life. When you die, that's it. So they removed the Justinians. They did this. They did three crimes. They shut down syncretism. They created dog Latin, the Justinian deception, and all lawyers, you, you can go to any lawyer and you can say, do you know, do you do, do, you do Justinian law? Oh, of course, everything's based on Justinian law. You know? All admiralty, maritime, commercial law, contract law, trust law comes from Justinian. And they removed the greatest and holiest of all truths, reincarnation from the scriptures. They, they stripped it out of all the official Bibles that existed at the time. I completely agree, man. I really honestly do agree. And because once you get rid of reincarnation and the thought that you come back here all the time, it, you start to, you, you create scarcity. And what happens with scarcity is you have only a limited amount of time. And based on that, you can manipulate people through anxiety and fear that if they don't do this, this, and this, they're going to have less of that time 
because they only have one. You only do you only do this trip once. I mean, from a baby, you're told that you only have one shot at this. You only have one life. From a you, baby, you're told that. You only, oh my live, God. you only live once, you know, young man. Take your yeah. chance. And that's pounded into you. And therefore, you're scared that you're going to lose all of these, these precious few days you have. And so they can manipulate you through medicine and science and, oh, hey, man, you do this, you'll get more days of this. And you're like, well, I don't think that's true anymore. And that's why I believe, I mean, I think video games, I talked about this again today with the last American Vagabond, uh, you know, Chris, we were talking about how basically, man, it's like a video game. You know, you're playing Grand Theft Auto. If you don't complete the level, you have to come back and do the level all over again until you complete the task in that level. It is, I always say this, Pac-Man is about the moon. Super Mario is about life. Man's working a job, trying to keep everybody from betting his wife. He's really great at the job. He gets a promotion. Now he's working outside. He eats a mushroom. Now he sees all is possible. That is Super Mario. That's how it is, dude. And that's how it is. So I want to end this on this because I know you, I can't keep you all day. Tell us about your synchronism society. I'm on the page and I'm thinking about signing up for the year. You got me. I'm very interested. What, what is this and what is like the procedure? What do I get when I sign up? All right. First of all, I'll give you a chance to correct that. It's not synchronism. It's syncretism. 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 My apologies. Yeah, good. Punch it, punch it in your browsers right now, guys. Syncretism. S Y uh, S Y N C. Sync. You know when you sync something up, right? Sync, right. Sync, right. Syncretism. So if you what if you join the academy, what you're getting is you're getting about 25 other lecturers other than me doing um, uh, lectures weekly where you can zoom come in to join the Zoom call and interact and ask questions and. We go, we teach astrology, we teach, um, yesterday I did a two-hour lecture um, teaching how to learn thousands of words in multiple languages instantly. Now, that's exclusive to the academy. You, you will, in, in this series I'm going to do on languages, you will be able to speak thousands of words in multiple languages. This is it, right? That's it. That's the one. Yeah, um, man. And so you get access to sovereignty. We've got Rebe Rebecca Rodriguez in Costa Rica teaching real sovereignty. We've got Ken Wheeler, one of the teachers there. David Weiss, he's an instructor at the academy doing uh, geocentric stationary earth. Um, we've got autodidactic teaching about Tartaria. Um, and by the way, the Khazarians destroyed the Tartarians. Yes, Tartaria, dude. Okay. Um, we've got, uh, we teach how to raise the chrism there. We teach um, yoga, um, vegan cooking dishes for the vegans there. It is a vegetarian school, as Hermeticism is and Neoplatonism is. They are plant based 
sciences um, because it's through the plant base that you ascend to the highest frequency, period. Uh, the animal flesh will keep you, your frequency down. So that's not to say you can't ascend, but you won't ascend as high as, as, high as you wish you would. It, it'll be, you know, sideways maybe, <laughs> sideways ascension. So no condemnation there, but um, vegetarian is the diet. Um, we're also teaching um, uh, permaculture rather than agriculture. We're teaching homeopathy rather than allopathy. Man, herbs, crystals, um, alchemy, you've got every field, everything is there. So, and, I, and I'm also doing a special offer. So this is a special offer to anyone who wants to, it's $50 a month subscription. I will give you a 10-minute um, self-salt uh, birth chart reading, 10 minutes, and four of my graphics, um, syncretism graphics for free. And for those who sign up yearly, um, I'll send you my five flamenco Latin jazz studio recorded instrumental albums of which have sold 150,000. Um, they are available on Spotify, iTunes and um, YouTube Premium, but you're going to get them for free. Five studio albums, 11 graphics, all of my graphics, and a 10-minute cell salt reading. All you have to do is subscribe, write to me at music at santos.net.au. AU is for Australia. Music at santos.net.au. Tell me whether you've subscribed for a month or a year, and then I'll communicate, I'll send you all those, the graphics and my music. And um and then organise the reading, the 10-minute reading. But you don't get the music with the one-month subscription, only the yearly subscriptions, which is $4.99, 500 a year. But rest assured, guys, $500, put it into perspective. Put it into perspective. You're signing up to the Syncretism Academy official since Justinian and you'll be in history, you'll be one of the first ones to have said, I was a member of the school that changed the world. I'm doing it, bro. I'm going to sign up. You got me. You sold me on it. For sure, Santos, man. it was a pleasure talking to you. I could talk to you for hours and hours and hours and hours. And it's an honor and a privilege. Uh, you know, I've done a lot of episodes and to, you know, be like, this is probably one of the best we've ever done by far, uh, means a lot. And, you know, there's the reason why you made it on to the Mount Crushmore, uh, of this show. So yeah. again, thank you. Is there anything else you'd like to plug before we say goodbye? I just want to say you did a good job on the, um, Alex Jones show, brother. Beautiful. Thank you, man. I love Alex Jones. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I think he's misunderstood. Yeah, he and is. it's very funny, dude. And I'll end it on this. Uh, we have we've reached out to people who do like murder mysteries to come on the show. And they're like, oh, no, you bet Alex Jones. Out. I'm like, you do shows about people getting murdered. Who are you to judge anybody on anything? You make money off of people's pain and suffering. So I appreciate the kind words. All are welcome in on this show. From all the more the merrier, the more diverse, 
the better. I want to hear from everyone. I don't want to live in a world where I only talk to people I agree with. I think that sounds pretty awful. So, you know, you, I mean, everything you talked about is my favorite stuff to talk about a very well thought out discussion about the black nobility, man. It was a real great conversation. I am signing up for your course right now. Uh, I'm going to try to look into doing it more, man, just studying everything you're talking about. Cause it's all my, it's my jam, dude. So thank you very much, Santos. I appreciate you coming on. Guys, thanks for doing this again. Hope you guys enjoy it. Want to see you in Michigan this weekend coming up. And want to see you in Ohio after the week after that. Go to samtribute.com. Grab your tickets now. Hope you enjoyed this because it was an all-time banger. Take care, everybody. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink. From the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack, Tim foil hack, Tim foil hack.